Hi, we've been talking about the lessons from Genesis. We're on lesson number 13 and 14. Genesis chapter 2 verse 16 to 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Lesson number 13. Freedom without boundaries is wickedness. Friends, remember when Satan came to Jesus in the wilderness to tempt him. Satan told a hungry man with spiritual powers to turn stone to bread. And it was possible for Jesus to do that. But Jesus responded, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Now what Jesus did in this experience is to set the order as a man in flesh. To restore back the order that was in God's mind about man. Listen, man is not supposed to respond to his own legitimate needs above and beyond the boundaries of God's word. And so what sin does is to empower you to be conscious of needs that are bound in your flesh as more important to your life over and above the word of God. You need to realize that the real issue at stake here is not your needs, it's government. It is what governs you and what controls you. So the devil is seeking to use your appetite to make you rebel against God. Satan understands that he can't stop God from loving you. And so he will rather focus on causing you to rebel against God so that you can lose your covering and become a prey. And so what he does is to survey your points of lust and then entice you on those points. You must also know that Satan is not convinced that you will take the object that is being used to facilitate the enticement. What he does is to appeal to your emotions and your point of lust. And once you respond, your temptations will come in the form of your lust. So enticement is that system of seduction that gets you to a vulnerable point for demonic invasion. In other words, enticement is what the enemy is bringing forward. And then lust is that inner affiliation that communicates desire for what the enemy is bringing. So Satan is not as powerful as you think he is. No. The real reason for enticement is to earn the submission of your will so that demonic operations will not be illegal and by this I mean against your will. So from enticement, you enter into the realm of willful indulgence because no spirit will force you to use your legs, to use your minds, your eyes or your possessions. So enticement then collects your will and then control is possible. Control is only possible when enticement or seduction is successful. Discipline is a prison without bars. And so freedom without boundaries is wickedness. God gave Adam the liberty, but he also gave him a caution. And friends, what looked like the satisfaction of a desire, what looked like the satisfaction of a legitimate need, came with very great consequences that the world is still dealing with today. So be careful not to go beyond the boundaries because remember, freedom without boundaries is wickedness. Lesson number 14, Genesis chapter 2 verse 21 to 25. This is quite interesting because it speaks a lot to some of the things that are happening around us today. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. 
and then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Lesson number 14. God wants husband and wife to be one just like head and body. We live in a time when there's more lies than truth and people kind of like to believe a convenient lie because it makes them feel comfortable. But the problem with lies is that it makes you feel good over a period of time but eventually will destroy you. Now marriage today more than ever is under attack and obviously because of what it means to the plan and program of God on the earth. Marriages have come into very difficult times today and it's been attacked in every direction no matter where you look. And this crisis is bringing a disarray in the lives of men and women because when marriages break down, families also are affected. Now, however, the goal of kingdom marriage is to help people understand what God had in mind when he created this institution. And sadly today, when you look at the relationship, it looks like it has been birthed by the Secretary of War and not the Justice of Peace. Because there's so much conflict around the institution of marriage that you you almost stop to wonder how could such an awesome institution as marriage, which is also the foundation of family, which is also the foundation of civilization, bring so much disrepair to society today. Friends, I have an answer. It is because there's a disconnect from what God had in mind related to his kingdom and how we are defining it and how we are living it out today in our lives. Now, the reason for this attack is so that Satan can discredit the order of God and introduce a new order. I mean, men has come, so women now date women and one woman becomes the head of the home and men can now marry men and then emotionally blackmail society to accept it as human right and then the family that still remains of a man and a woman there's quest for equality and power tussle and so there's the feminism campaign no man should tell me what to do i will not be a slave to any man and he has his money i have my money he must know his place else there will be war <laughs> and then there would be conferences and songs and products to drive this agenda through the media and the agenda then becomes enticing and enterprising. But listen, the whole idea of this is to discredit God's order of family so that Satan can introduce an alternative family. So, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the dysfunction, don't forget God's order of family. Kingdom marriage can be defined as that union based on a covenant between a husband and a wife who commit themselves to function in unison under the divine authority of God in order to replicate God's image, expand his rule in the world through their individual calling. Have a blessed day, friends.